were called out to the Heen Castle estate in Saundersfoot on Sunday morning. An area of woodland had caught fire and a crew from Tenby attended quickly to put the fire out. A spokesperson on the Heen Castle estate has asked people to be careful when outdoors at the moment and remind children of the risks of lighting fires on the ground as it is very, very dry. Changes to advice for people shielding from the coronavirus have been introduced from yesterday, which was announced from Minister for Health and Social Services Vaughan Gething. There are two changes to the advice for this group. One, outdoor exercise is unlimited as long as individuals strictly follow social distancing rules and hygiene practices. Two, those who are shielding can meet outside with people from another household, but should not go into another person's house or share food with them. There are no other changes being made to the advice for those who are shielding at this stage. People who are shielding should continue to follow all the other advice previously given. They should not go shopping or attend work outside of home. They should continue to have food and medicine delivered to them. Chief Medical Officer for Wales, Dr Frank Atherton, has said that risk can never be completely eliminated, but we advise those shielding to exercise at times that are less busy so the risk of contact with others is reduced. We have advised everyone in Wales to maintain social distance of two metres and keep good hygiene when meeting outdoors. For those who are shielding, strictly following these rules is vital. The wife of a Pembroke dock man who nearly lost his hand after an accident with a circular saw has thanked all those who helped and supported him. 79-year-old John Darren suffered horrendous injuries to his left hand whilst working with a circular saw on May 24th. Neighbours rushed to help after the alarm was raised by John's wife Anne before the Wales Air Ambulance was called. They landed that afternoon at the nearby golf course, flying him to Swansea's Morriston Hospital for a lengthy operation to save his hand. Anne said John was in the garden. He never made a sound when he did it. It was virtually hanging off. Only the skin on the back of his hand was still attached. The neighbour, Geraint, is a paramedic. Thank God he was home. And thank Geraint for his help, adding it was a five to six hour operation. They hope they have saved his hand. He's moved a finger, but he's got to go back in for them to have a look. And said it was not the best bank holiday he's ever spent and I've confiscated the circular saw. A pair have been fined after being caught almost 250 miles from home during a stop check at St Clair's yesterday morning. The pair told the Pembrokeshire Roads Policing Unit officers that they were aiming for St Bride's Bay, over 290 miles from their home in Ilford in London. An officer said the pair had been avoiding motorways on their journey with their sat-nav showing the route they had taken through Wales. The police said that both were reported for breaching the COVID-19 regulations. The driver was also reported for driving whilst uninsured. The vehicle was escorted back east, driven by the passenger who'd been fully insured throughout, and their sat-nav showed their journey throughout the Wales. The streaming service Spotify has unveiled a major change for music fans. The move from the online platform comes after a user request posted to their Community Ideas Exchange forum became the most popular design feature. The company has announced it will lift its 10,000 song cap on user libraries. Spotify says it's received more than 12,500 votes since 2014 to lift the song cap. The streaming giant said the change will come into effect in the coming days but didn't mention an exact date. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Now I've been 
happy lately Thinking about the good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Oh, I've been smiling lately Dreaming about the world as one And I believe it could be Someday it's going to come Cause out on the edge of darkness There is a peace train about the good things to come and i believe it could be something good has begun oh peace train sounding louder Cat Stevens in On The Peace Train, rolling us into the new show with uh, me, KT. It's called The Change Train. This is what they call a pilot show. Pilot, that's media speak for you may never hear it again. Anyway, we'll see. 
Now, on this absolutely glorious day, June the 1st, 2020, day 70, I make it, of the lockdown. How are you doing? This is day one of lockdown light, as I might call it. The regular moon train returns next Monday at nine o'clock. So all the usual mix of uh, moody music and uh, feedback from yourself. And hopefully we'll do another change train on the first Monday in July. Unless the lockdown, of course, is completely lifted by then. Can't see it, can you? Now, before we get cracking, I want to wish Wynne Thomas over there in Slough in Buckinghamshire, in Berkshire. Happy birthday. And also to Razzle Dazzle Daryl Miller, one of the real core crew here at Pure West Radio. Happy birthday, Daryl. As well as some great mood music. Like the stuff you can hear in the background, really, tonight. I'm going to give you a snapshot, I hope, of opinions, thoughts and emotions of people in Pembrokeshire. Not a government bashing or complaining platform, more a gauge of how people of all ages and backgrounds are feeling at this strange time in our lives. Now in the first hour, approximately, we're going to hear from people with ages ranging from 16 to 65, all giving their honest feedback to their questions. Mostly I've recorded some notes from what they told me if they didn't want to have their voice played on the radio. Uh, one lady in particular, lovely lady called Gloria, you'll be hearing directly from her. Um, but all the uh, information I'm going to give you is a true and honest account of what they've told me. Very interesting stuff. They've all contacted me since the last show I did. And here are the four questions I'm going to be asking these people. One, how has the lockdown changed your way of living so far? Two, what new habits, interests, etc. are you going to get into because of the lockdown? Three, are the new habits and routines set to continue? And then lastly, a big question, how do you see the future when lockdown finishes? What would you like to see happen? Well, all those things will come up in the first hour. We'll get through it as quickly as we can. In the second hour, we'll go a bit wider with our thoughts and look at the trends that local, local charities are seeing during lockdown. People like Citizens Advice and Patch and people like that. We'll look at the National YouGov survey on people's vision of the future. It's a wider aspect as well. And we'll talk about climate change. I've got a very interesting piece to come from a lady called Rachel Hickman, who contacted me before the show started. OK, now, well, you know, this show, hopefully, will be that little snapshot. And maybe in the future we can look back if we do a podcast of this and maybe look back fondly and see what we said or what these people said. Let's kick off, first of all, with a youngster called Ian, 16-year-old student, going to A-levels next year. He's saying his effects from the first question, how has it changed his life? No exams, little home studying, no revision, he doesn't miss it. <laughs> Typical teenager. He does miss friends, of course, and apart uh, from the school, lots of FaceTime with them. He really misses the seaside and walks with his friends. There's positives and negatives. He does more around the house for pocket money. Also, it's hard being at home all the time. Sometimes the family get on each other's nerves, but, you know, locked in together also makes you appreciate them. In brackets, sometimes. That's the view of Ian, the 16-year-old. I met up with Steve, a surveyor in his 20s, and he said his lockdown effect is has made him happier, less stressed. He's furloughed, so he's still getting a part wage. He's still doing desktop surveys for estate agents, and uh, apparently there are three types of surveys they do. There's desktop, there's drive-by, and there's physical surveys. Didn't know that. He sees more desktop surveys and valuations in the future as being the norm. He's, uh, he's fitter. 
is jogging and cycling much more than before. He's enjoying that. That's the effect that lockdown has had on him. He misses regular eating out uh, adventures with his family and also um, with his friends. Particularly misses the Dragon Palace Chinese place in Pentlepoir. He said, make sure you mention those guys. They do a great job there. He's at home with his parents. He's got his own house outside the county, but he's been with his parents since the lockdown started. So I guess he's been looked after pretty well. And uh, good luck to him. Thanks, Steve, for those thoughts there. Third person I spoke to, this is Lisa, a mum in her 30s who's got three children. She's married. The kids have been more affected than me and my partner, she says. The partner's working throughout the lockdown, so they're lucky financially they've been able to keep going. That is a, a bonus. The kids, the kids are missing their friends. Nothing is normal, they say, and they can't handle it very easily. They miss their great-grandmother, who's in her 80s. They can't go and see her. They haven't been able to. They miss the simple things that we take normally for granted. That's a common theme coming through. They were lucky to live in Pembrokeshire, says Lisa, and lucky the weather has been so good. A daily exercise they get with footpaths close by, so they're lucky with that as well. And uh, normally, three kids, you know, it's not easy to get exercise organised uh, safely and close to home, but they're, they're lucky there. So that's another little snapshot of somebody's life in Pembrokeshire, Lisa there in her 30s. The kids miss the school, the social aspect, more than the lessons, really. That's the way they feel about it. The mental aspects, well, they're generally taking it in their strides. Mm, a nice bit of music in the background. That's Himalayan trance, by the way, by a guy called Prem Joshua. Very nice. Let that play. We're hearing the thoughts of Lisa in her mid-thirties, mum of three, married, and her father, father, her partner has worked throughout the lockdown, so they're lucky in that respect. They're taking it in their stride, they say. They're, they're the sort of people that tend to roll with it rather than uh, get too depressed or up and down. And uh, her last thought is, it could have been a lot worse. And is that ever true? It certainly could have been, couldn't it? A lot more people could have been ill and lost their lives. Some more thoughts to come from people like Lisa. I bumped into Keris and Cassie. Uh, Keris is a daughter in her 20s and her mum, Cassie, bumped into them down my lane, actually. <laughs> I just stopped them and asked them questions. They were great, though. <laughs> they go out walking a lot together. They'd never done that before. Uh, before the lockdown, that is. Except when she was a kid, when her mum took her walking, of course. Keris, the youngster, is furloughed, and she's having mixed emotions about the job when she returns. Keris has bought a bike, and she's loving doing the cycling thing. These are all answers to the question, how has the lockdown changed your way of life up till now? So, so far we've heard from a 16-year-old boy, Ian, uh, a surveyor, Steve. By the way, not their real names. Uh, some people have given their real names, and I will tell you who they are when I do that. We've heard from Lisa, mum in her 30s, and Keris, and Cassie, lady in her 20s, and her mum. We will be hearing from Gloria Dawn Jones, 64-year-old Narbeth resident, and you'll be hearing her speak a little later on about her thoughts. Very, very interesting lady. And we'll also be hearing from 
a 65-year-old self-employed lady called Alice. You believe me, I will call angry Alice. Let's take in a bit more Himalayan trance, shall we? Mood music for a Monday night, a hot Monday night. But you're not cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories bring back your There's a time that I remember When I did not know no pain When I believed in forever And everything would stay the same Now my heart feel like December When somebody say your day Cause I can't reach out to call you But I know I will one day yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday yeah, yeah. But everything gon' be alright Gonna raise a glass and say yeah. Here's to the ones that we got Cheers to the wish you were here but you're not Cause the dreams bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the dreams bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories Bring back your Memories bring back memories Bring back your There's a time that I remember When I never felt so lost And I felt all of the hatred Was too powerful to stop And my heart feel like an ember 
beautiful song from Maroon 5 that's especially for Lisa, the lady in her 30s, mum of three, with that feedback she gave us earlier on. We'll hear more from Lisa later. Now the next person I want to introduce you to, and you can hear her directly is Gloria Dawn Jones from uh, the Narbeth area 64 year old, grandmother, four children, 11 grandchildren missing them terribly and uh, she talks very candidly about the ups and downs that she experiences and uh, well I just found it fascinating talking to her I asked her of course about how the lockdown uh, so far has affected you let's let's hear her answer shall we well hi Tim well the truth is I've been on lockdown a lot longer than six weeks because when my mother was in a care home her the residential home lockdown and I kind of locked down at the same time um, I'm a very sociable outgoing person i might go to the pub every night of the week but i'm not drinking alcohol at all i just like meeting up with people one of the biggest things that has affected me through this has been not being able to go when i feel like it to visit my children and my grandchildren and my dear friends obviously another issue is the fact that the residential home where my mother is is on lockdown too so I can't go and see her, and she is a very frail, lovely old lady, but unfortunately, um, I think time is of the essence, and this lockdown has taken time away from me, and many others in my boat. Um, I personally would like to go out for a drive or to the beach or something to help me with my ongoing mental health problems, and being shutting the house has exasperated that problem to an extent that sometimes I just cry, cry, cry and don't sleep and other days I'm quite high and oh, I'm okay, full of it, full of beans and then as the night falls I think, oh my goodness, this isn't right, I should be able to do what I want to do but I can't. Um, yeah, it's affected me quite a lot and I've made lots of changes in my life which some are not very good, like eating too much, staying in bed too much, not bothering about dressing on some days when the mood's very low. Um, and then other days I go over the top and do stuff on a Thursday night to dress up for the kids in the area and I, and I go way over the top. So that's, I think that's my opposing moods. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> 
Well, we should be having a track now by Van Morrison, and it's called Gloria, but something's not happening. I'm not sure why, but anyway, we'll carry on. Oh, that's a shame. I was going to play that track especially for her as well, so we will lose that track off our system. There. Okay. And uh, I know why. Let's see if we can get it back, shall we? see if we can now I'll play it again later in the in the show for I didn't have my my uh, my my little valve turned up there sorry about that <laughs> the next person what's a shame uh, don't worry glory I'll play your track later on next person I spoke to was a lady called Alice now Alice is in her 60. She's 65 years old. I'm going to call her Angry Alice, as I said. She's self-employed. She works alone, doesn't have any staff to employ. Uh, she's worked all her life. And she's very angry, mostly because the pensions changed from 60 to 66 for women, as you probably know. And she's had to top it up as well to get her full pension. She's considered vulnerable by the government, but expected to work until 66 to get her pension. That's her dilemma, and that's part of why she's a little bit angry. On the good side... Because of age and work ethic, you work hard for to provide the, the 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 food on the table for the family and the way she operates in her life. The lockdown has given her the opportunity to realise that, as she says herself, I can actually relax and not worry or feel guilty about not working or achieving. So it's changed her way of thinking from that sort of work ethic, um, needing to work and provide all the time to realizing that she can actually relax uh, without any feeling of guilt and that's that's an interesting effect that the lockdown has had on her um she always shops locally um she's glad to see more people are doing it and she hopes it continues that's the thought there of angry alice and uh, she was quite something when i met up with her i can tell you anyway her, her song that she's requested is this one it's john lennon and imagine Yeah. 
wonderful John Lennon, of course, and imagine. I'm so sorry about that techie issue earlier on. It's all about my faders and uh, not getting me, me act together. But uh, I finally have got that track back for you, Gloria. Them featuring Van Morrison. Finally, Gloria for Gloria, featuring Van Morrison there, the band called Them. Now, the last person in this first round of questions about how the lockdown has changed their life is a 27-year-old called Lauren, her real name. And Lauren, well, she's expressed very mixed feelings about the lockdown. The biggest worry and the problem is not seeing family and friends, not being um, there for them, worried if they became ill, part of a large family, so it's hard not being able to pop in or chat for a cuppa, or or just a chat in, in general. And again, another common theme, of course, for all of us during this strange time. She's moved house and got her dream job during the pandemic. Now, that is a double challenge. <laughs> She's got a new career, a new house, and at first she struggled to work from home, and as she was used to working face-to-face, with, uh, sorry, working with face-to-face jobs beforehand. That's Lauren, a 27-year-old local girl here, giving her honest opinion on how the lockdown has changed her way of life to now. Now, at the moment, Lauren is quite happy 
because uh, the lockdown is easing a little bit. But also, she's got a bit of hay fever. So, Lauren, just be careful where you cough, because <laughs> people will run away as quick as they can, won't they? But anyway, this is for you, Lauren. And this is called, appropriately enough, Fever. Never know how much I love you Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me, fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning A fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name And you know I'm gonna treat you right You give me fever When you kiss me, fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning a Fever all through the night Everybody's Got the fever, that is something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her he said, Julie, baby, you're my flame, now give us fever. When we kiss us, fever with thy flaming use. Fever, I'm a fire. Fever, yea, I burn forsooth. Captain Smith and Pocahontas. A very mad affair When her daddy Tried to kill him She said daddy oh don't you Dare he gives me fever With his kisses fever When he holds me tight Fever I'm his missus Daddy won't you treat him Right Now you've listened to my story Here's the Point that I have made Chicks were born to give you fever Be it Fahrenheit or centigrade To give you fever When you kiss them fever If you live you learn Fever Till you sizzle What a lovely way to burn Peggy Lee and Fever, especially for Lauren. I'm going to stick with Lauren now as we go into the next round of questions, which is really what new habits and interests, etc., are you getting into because of lockdown? What are we all doing that's different from before? And this is what Lauren had to say. Not a lot of new habits because I've been learning my new job role and relying on the help and support of my new colleagues, brand new colleagues. 
Suddenly, working from home alone in an unfamiliar house was hard, scary at first, but the support from the company was incredible. Within days, every resource possible was digitally available to me and my managers were checking in on me daily. We adjusted, made changes and had to work harder together. But I feel a bigger part of the team, and now more than ever. It's taught me a new skill, how to manage my own work and believe in myself a little more. Great thoughts there from Lauren. Thank you for that, Lauren. The 16-year-old Ian, well, he's going to be starting A-levels next year, waiting for his exam results, of course. Although they're not results, are they? They're assessments now. His habits, lots of stuff he used to do, getting back into, like flying his drone and uh, new, newly selling on eBay. And uh, not just because of uh, the lockdown, the eBay thing. He just has more time to do it. Cycling, filmmaking and editing is uh, another few of his interests there eBay, he says, is a way of making money and where jobs are hard to come by. Too true, uh, Ian. Well said. Steve, the surveyor, with his habits, as I mentioned, jogging and cycling more, feeling good, catching up with a wider family more and more on the, the Zoom aspect. A lot of people talking about that and they're catching up with people where they perhaps wouldn't have time to in the past or felt they didn't have time. That's another thing that's coming through. And, uh, well, uh, Angry Alice, well, she's a <laughs> 65-year-old. She's walking more probably cool her temper a bit. She's doing gardening projects. She's researching the future changes of career uh, direction is Angry Alice. Good on her. Okay, and uh, Lisa. Lisa, the mum of three, remember? Three young children. She's homeschooling, of course. Another thing that people are doing here in Pembrokeshire and all around the country. They're having to help their children to learn from lessons from, <clears throat> excuse me, the internet. And the difficulty she has is that uh, her, ch her children go to a Welsh medium school and she is a non-Welsh speaker so there's a double challenge for her there imagine doing two hours of structured maths in Welsh when you're when you don't speak it very well good luck with that one Lisa she is as she says an unqualified parent and it's not normal for the children to have that she has little time for new interests for herself with the three kids at home okay it's time to catch up with Gloria again and uh my question to Gloria was, of course, uh, the things that she's doing now, which she didn't do before during lockdown. And uh, I think I've got this keyed up correctly. We'll see what uh, Gloria has to say about her new habits and trends during this time. Well, there are a lot of things, and I must admit that uh, probably the bad things will outweigh the good. But one of the good things is that... Um, over the years and several occasions that last a couple of years at a time, I get into music and I write lyrics and I play music on keyboard and stuff. And um, I've always been making excuses or I haven't got time to carry on with things. And, well, I haven't got that excuse now and I've actually got back into doing a bit more of that. So that's been quite an enjoyment, just for my own pleasure. I don't think I'll ever share it with anyone. But... For me, that's a pleasure to get back into things, relearn things, and try and attempt new ones as well. Yeah. Okay, and do you think, uh, uh, Gloria, that you will carry on doing these uh, songwriting lyrics and playing music um, when the lockdown finishes? Yes. Um, afterwards, after I've caught up with family and friends, I think I'm going to allow time for me to do such things again because... I'm also into art, and um, I've always made excuses, oh, I can't do it. But the truth is, I can do it, and I should do it. It's a must for my mental health and um, getting things out there. 
Yes, Gloria, once once again. Actually, I threw in an extra question with Gloria, which I'll play to you next. Um, I was wondering about the fact that she you know, doesn't see uh, or didn't see her children and grandchildren. Must feel very lonely after all those people she's not able to see. So I, I, I asked her if she's had any contact with anyone else apart from uh, friends and, and, and family. Well, I am so lucky to have lovely neighbours and friends around me. They're obviously the ones who contact me through Messenger and Facebook to just to ask me how I am and if there's anything I'm needing, which I appreciate greatly. Well, one of my neighbours in particular, uh, the, whole, the family has just taken me under their wing and they've chucked me there with the fence, they check that I'm okay every day. They've even like, got the little boy, Tyler, to adopt the dog <laughs> so we can take him take her for a walk for me if I'm not up to it in the day because normally I take her out in the middle of the night when no one's around so she can run free because I can't walk very far but they've done that for me they make sure I got food and drink they make sure I have company and they go to all lengths to attract my attention after the back garden to make sure they can see I'm okay and I'm so grateful to them how I would like to see it is the openness between people now carrying on. Um, we'd gone from being communities of contact to being communities of shut away. And during this, when we are not allowed to have contact, more people have been communicating. I'd love to see that carrying on. Um, it's just so nice to like even just shouting hello to your neighbour and asking how they are, whereas normally you would pass them in the street and not even looked up. Uh, that's what I would like to see carrying on. I'm a bit of a romantic, and I, that my ideal world would be everybody caring for everybody, sharing with everybody, and we'd all be equal. But it doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. On the whole, I think the little bits of madness that we're seeing now as lockdown is easing, say, in England, I think it's going to go back to as it was. Um, I, I'm sad to say I think that that will go back to what it was like before and that suddenly everything will be taken for granted again because during this time we've all had to manage and as soon as lockdown is lifted, nobody's going to have to do it anymore. And um, quite a lazy generation, I think, to be fair. I don't mean to cast dispersions or have hard luck on anybody, but in an ideal world, let's keep the sharing and caring going, because I, for one, absolutely love it, and I love helping people. It gives me so much back. Brilliant. Yeah, that is brilliant, isn't it? The, the the optimism there at the very end. And Gloria answered my fourth question, actually, which was um, about the future, how she saw it. Uh, I just let that carry on, really, from the third one, because it was a good follow-on, I thought. Um, Gloria Dawn, thank you very much for your thoughts. You've been absolutely great. And um, you could hear, couldn't you, at home, that uh, her thoughts were candid, heartfelt and, and honest. As far as the other... Uh, guys in the selection from this snapshot well for lauren the um, 27 year old local girl it's all about making her new home her new house into her new home and there is a difference of course and we're talking about the new habits now and whether they will continue uh, into the future that's lauren 
and getting back to work with the team that's what she's looking forward to and that's a, a well it's not a new habit it's a new uh, job for her but it's, uh, it, it follows that uh, that theme and she says also keep appreciating the smaller things in life and learn to love the little things that we take for granted very well said lauren that's lauren and uh, we're going to ask one more question before we're done in this first hour and that's all about the various people's vision of the future and uh, some interesting answers coming up there as well. I'm going to play a little track here now, first of all, by Jimi Hendrix. And this is called Paddy Gap. Instrumental, but it's just a nice bit of mood music. Hope you enjoy. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Thank you. 
some mellow Jimi Hendrix there. That's called Pally Gap. Hope you enjoyed that. Just a few more answers on the question of the new habits that the uh, various people in our snapshot here have uh, committed to or thinking about. Uh, Ian, the youngster. eBay, drone, cycling, fitness. That's a common theme coming through again. Steve, the surveyor, fitness more homeworking than before he sees that uh, in his particular job as a surveyor um, what about uh, angry alice <laughs> well, angry alice says uh, she's not going to work as hard which is good news she's going to enjoy the outdoors this is a 65 year old self-employed person remember works on her own she's going to enjoy the outdoors and keep broadening her knowledge lisa the mother of three in her 30s not going out and saving money no extras that normally would cost this is uh, she's finding that she's going out say to the beach normally and this is buying for five chips or whatever else they the kids eat and the adults can be expensive and uh, they realize they don't need stuff like that they don't need it as much so it's opened her eyes to living differently realize they don't need the extra stuff another interesting point and uh, she's gonna be packing picnics now instead of uh, eating eating out and, and spending out changing her spending priorities we're going to be talking next about the future how our subjects in our uh, little mini survey here around pembrokeshire these are all pembrokeshire residents remember the community feel continuing here on pure west radio the community being of course a great big melting pot don't you think I better call up the queen It's only fair that she knows, you know 
Yeah, it's an old track there from Blue Mink, and it's called Melting Pot. What we need is a great big melting pot, and we can all get on together a little better, perhaps. And uh, that's a vision of the future from them from way back. Uh, Frank Connor's just been in touch. Hi, Frank. I'm glad to hear you're listening. Uh, you're the Saturday morning boy, and you're such a busy boy during the week as well, I know. You enjoyed that Jimmy Hendrix track, I understand. Yeah, it's called Pally Gap, and uh, it's great, isn't it? Anyway, that's my blue stuff coming out again. Can't help myself. The last question I was asking the people in our mini survey, we call it here, where they've been so kind to answer all these questions. We're just coming to the end of the first hour here, so I've just about squeezed it in, which is good news. A lot to get through. Uh, Lisa, a mum of, of three in her 30s, she said, the future hard question isn't it ever don't know about the uh, lockdown relaxing i'm not sure about it anxiety reigns there with her she wants to go back to some sort of normal for the kids sake it's impossible for kids to socially distance she says she's hoping everything goes back to in inverted commas normal she thinks she will talk to people more which she has done during lockdown another thing that's uh, coming through from quite a lot of people as uh, Gloria was saying, the irony is we're we're locked down, but we're talking to people more. More, she's going to be more eager to talk to people because because you haven't seen them so much. So uh, you're in your own little bubble, and all of a sudden you bump into somebody, some random stranger, and she's talking to them during her walks, which she would never normally do. Never normally do more FaceTime than ever before, and uh, she should do more of that as well. She feels. Uh, responsible to do that because it's really helped um, talking to the rest of the family, most of whom live quite a long way away. We heard Gloria saying her candid views about uh, her ideal caring and sharing world, the madness in England that she's been seeing, as she calls it. She's not careful. If it's not careful, we'll replicate that in Wales. She hopes it won't happen. Uh, Lauren, the 23-year-old, um, the yeah, 27-year-old, sorry, Lauren, the local girl, the lockdown's been challenging, but for me personally, I feel it will bring everyone closer. Another one on the same theme. And hopefully people will also appreciate the little things in life, the things that we, yes, take for granted. And then Steve, the young surveyor, he can see working very differently, much more at home, particularly um, with regard to surveying and looking at houses and assessing values and things of houses. But, he says, a big but, people will revert to the old ways They'll just rush out there and um, create the pollution and the waste, etc. that they did before. So there's a 23-year-old cynic there, Steve. Ian, the 16-year-old, no real vision of the future for the, uh, the teenager. He's just fo focusing on the present and focusing on getting through it. Um, Alice, angry Alice, <laughs> she says she always shops local. I mentioned that earlier on, and she's glad to see more people are doing so. And she hopes it continues. One of her themes is, you know, if you're worried about the money from maybe some of the local shops are more expensive than the big supermarkets, well, her part answer really is quite simple. Eat well and eat less. Yeah, hallelujah to that. Now, in the second hour, we're going to be seeing things from a slightly wider perspective. I'll be talking to um, Geraldine Murphy, the Chief Executive of Citizens Advice Pembrokeshire, in just a couple of minutes. And after that, we'll hear a piece from Rachel Hickman, who has uh, contacted us about the environment. And a lot more to come in the second hour of this The Change Train with me here on POS Radio KT. Actually, it is time, I think, to talk to Geraldine. Yes, well, I'm talking to her, of course. I've uh, spoken to her earlier on today. And uh, it was a good chat because I wanted to see 
what she's finding in terms of trends and and the numbers game with charities who do so much good for us in this county this community feeling that we have in Pembrokeshire is so strong and uh, why don't we hear now from from Geraldine if I can just get her to speak let's have a go at this Geraldine, thank you so much for joining me on the change train on what is Monday the 1st of June and I make it 10 weeks into lockdown. Um, tell me about the, the trends and the changes that you've experienced at the Citizens Advice Pembrokeshire because of the lockdown. Okay. Hi, Kim. Um, good to talk to you. Well, what's changed? Well, we've always provided advice about employment, benefits, housing, family issues, universal credit. Uh, and we're continuing to do that. But what's changed is that we're um, receiving calls from 